And the Goat House podcast is back. That's YouTube, man. That's YouTube. That is YouTube. Huh. I think I say this every single time we start a podcast. I don't know what to say for the podcast intro because I start every YouTube video exactly the same. I just don't know what to do for the podcast. I don't. I just don't know what to do. Maybe like a song or like a jingle. Like maybe we sing something in the beginning. Yeah, like whatever. Podcast but, people. Yeah. Podcast people. Sounds like a junior job if he wants to show up. Just me and Dan today. Uh, for the podcast, we had a lot of questions. I did notice, though, on, on YouTube in the comments section a lot, I think it's new people, that uh, people, like, ask, what the hell is he saying in the intro? Like, I can't figure out what he's saying. I feel, I feel like it's pretty straightforward, pretty clear stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, if you watch enough of the videos, you kind of, like, get it. Or maybe put the closed captioning on or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's another way to go. Uh, but yeah, people make sure they tell them in the comments what 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 the hell I'm saying. But I don't know. I, I mean, I've... half the comments are Goat House is back. I mean, I feel like they could, <laughs> I feel like they could figure it out. Yeah, they should be able to figure it out. But uh, yeah, in this podcast episode, we're mainly going to go through a bunch of pretty much what we're going to do is go through a bunch of uh, free agency and tr- off season questions from the good people on Twitter. Uh, at Goat House NFL, a lot of people sending in questions for podcasts all the time, but just some really good people out there. Uh, first, I did want to talk about how crazy this offseason, NFL offseason already is in a way, because free agency hasn't even started two weeks away, and we're already seeing a lot of roster cuts, some surprising ones, uh, and restructures, a good amount of restructures, which we kind of expected because the salary cap, but I, I think it's... I think it's absolutely wild because we really didn't even get started yet, but we but we've gotten we got started, and I think basically the the virus, the Rona virus, has created this because that affected the team salary cap being lower than normal, and that. Do you also think it has partly to do with the NFL's turning in the NBA, where they want to create these super teams? I think that's we kind of kind of saw it with Tom Brady leaving the Patriots, going to the Bucks. Yeah, they have. Yeah, you're lagging over there. Superb roster. What? (laughs) We got a little bad connection. I think we're back. I think you're good. Oh, thank you. Um, I was saying that the 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 Bucks made us like a superb roster. Um, this offseason, part of it was because of Tom Brady. It was the Tom Brady effect. Do you see other quarterbacks doing the same thing? Where you see Russell Wilson wants out. What's stopping him going from a team with an established defense, uh, a solid offensive line, and then a couple weapons that they can partner with him? Like, I feel like you're going to start seeing that more because obviously you know you need a quarterback to win. And look at Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, these these quarterbacks that have been in these teams for a long time, and it's harder for them because, one, you have to pay the quarterback, and, two, it's harder to kind of build the rest of your team while you're also paying for your quarterback. So I'm thinking that, Maybe starting this year. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that quarterbacks are going to start joining like teams like LeBron James and things like that, just uh, making super teams to win it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's possible this year. I think kind of I think the COVID caused all of this, everything. I think because teams are going to be hesitant to do multi-year deals because the cap is less. So it might be like, all right, we're going to sign you one year deal. Um, if you want this amount of money, I think there's gonna be like basically, I think there's gonna be a lot more one to two year deals just because the whole cap space situation. Therefore, I think veterans, like if I'm gonna sign a one year deal, I'm not really worried about all the money necessarily. You know, I'm I'm just gonna go to the best team that's gonna give me decent money. So I think it could happen for that reason. Uh, to your point about the quarterbacks, they I think more and more quarterbacks are gonna want to do that. Yeah, we hear about Watson wants to is like almost forcing a trade to a better team, Russell Wilson. That never really used to happen, so I see your point there. I just think Tom Brady was a free agent at the right time. Some of these guys got to be traded. I think he happened to be a free agent at the perfect time, and the Bucks happened to be in the perfect situation at the perfect time too because yeah, I think the difference between NBA and NFL, like the salary cap, and NBA teams can go over the salary cap. They just pay a fine. You know, NFL, they can't bring in new players. Basically, new contracts won't get approved if you're um, – over the cap you could start a season over the cap but so it's harder to do and the bucks were able to do it because all those guys were on pretty cheap contracts basically because uh they were draft picks so they done they did very well in the draft but then a guy like Shaq Barrett was a backup on the Broncos they gave him a shot you know so that they they just did a really good job valuing talent and that that's just how you win in the NFL mainly build to the draft so I think it's harder to build super teams in the NFL but we're starting to see that I think it's more of the player's attitude. Like, 
before it was like, all right, I'm kind of just going to shut up and play because I love the game. And now it's kind of like forcing your way to teams and maybe guys will play for cheaper just to win, just to get that feeling. So, yeah, I see your point who was, there. Who was it on the Bucks? Who was it on the Bucks that was saying, like, if he gets off, uh, um, oh my God, what is it? What is the fucking term called? Franchise I'm having a brunt. Franchise tag. One of the Bucks was saying that they wanted a franchise tag. Um, who was who would be fine with a franchise tag because he wanted a chance to win another? Was it Godwin or was I it uh, believe, Mike Evans? Yeah, I believe it was Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans said he'd be willing to restructure his contract just so he can get the other guys, some of the other players. Like back. that's what football is all about, man. Like yeah. like winning the Super Bowl. I get like you're, you're going to get yours. Like half these players already got you know they got their contracts, they got all that, but like, great a legend, you know. Yeah, be got, part of be part of you know be part of it. Yeah, I just remember when Anthony Barr was a free agent a couple years ago for the Vikings, and remember remember he actually like signed with the Jets. He like agreed to sign with the Jets, and then like a day later or two days later, he's changed his mind and signed with the Vikings for a lot cheaper. And I remember when he finally got interviewed, he said, you know, his reasoning was he's, he's he like he couldn't sleep. He was like thinking about his teammates, but what he said that kind of stood out to me, which I think a lot of these players probably think uh, is. Like, I got money. Like, I made money in the league. Like, I got money. I'm going to get more money. At, you know, it's just about being in the right spot. So, like, I think there's two, there's players out there just think they just need the most amount of money, but then there's a good amount of players that just, like, I, I'm making money right now. I've made a lot. So, let me just go to the best possible fit for me and win a championship. So, maybe more people should be thinking like that. But it's also kind of nice not having super teams in in this sport. Because I don't like what's going on with the NBA, but so if guys, yeah, same. If guys take cheaper, we could it could become super team like. So unless the Bears are a super team, then I'm all aboard. Then you're you know? all for it, yeah. Yeah, understandable. Um, speaking of the Bears, Nicholas at Bears Nicholas on Twitter asks, "Where's a good fit for Trubisky? Sh- should still be a starter, by the way. Uh, good fit for Trubisky. What do you? It really depends on what's going on with Watson, Wilson." Mariota for that manner. Um, that's that's a good question. I think he, he needs to be with a veteran head coach. I think so like some like like a Bill Belichick. I could see him being with him and kind of you know good old Bill kind of establishing him. But uh, it's got to be like one of those you know run first offenses. You think right? It shouldn't be like a you know spread offense, Sandy Reid style. It should be you know run the ball first. Maybe maybe just maybe if the Seattle Seahawks trade Russell Wilson. Maybe maybe uh, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky's their bridge quarterback. Ooh, I mean, yeah, they do want to run, run first. first. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think they could trade like Russell Wilson. There's probably a question about Russell Wilson here somewhere, but I'm kind of getting to that now. Um, but I th- yeah, because they they want to go back to running the ball. Like they went away from it. It worked for a little bit, then it didn't work. So that just sounds like a team that doesn't value their quarterback is. They value him, but not as much as the rest of the NFL. Like, they're not a pass-first team. You know, they want to run the ball to open up the pass. So that just sounds like it's a guy that could be could be traded for. I saw a quote that Russell Wilson was saying that he values himself as one of the top five quarterbacks of all time, which, arguable debate, but I, I don't think he's, in my opinion, in that category yet. He can be, certainly can be. He's got a lot of ball left. But uh, I I. I I think the person who wrote the article was making the case that, you know, him being in Seattle is holding him back with the offensive play calling the, you know, style of offense that they're running and just a smaller market team. Um, so I agree with them. Come to Chicago. Come on. You'll be, you'll be uh, right there next to Ditka and Gail Sayers. If you win a championship here. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. I'm curious to know if he's like flexible on his, cause the, the list of the, the list of four teams that'd be willing to pl- play for. I'm like wondering if, like the Patriots, because the Patriots weren't on that list. Like, I'm wondering if like the Patriots come along and make an offer, and the Seahawks are like, because he has a no trade clause. Seahawks are like, hey, we're about to trade you to the Patriots. Like, is he going to be like, no? <laughs> you know, like I don't know, I don't know how that like how could he say no to like the Patriots or the? I mean, it's probably another team in there. I feel like the well, Patriots- in his in his defense, if he wants to be, if he if he wants to be like one of the best of all time, he doesn't want to follow in Brady's footsteps. I don't think, you know. He wants to go to a franchise and be looked as the be- the greatest of all time. You know, he's already pretty much in Seattle. He can be in, you know, um, could be in Miami. I think I saw one of your things saying Miami might uh, make a move for him. Um, for sure, would be in Chicago just by putting on a jersey. He'll be the greatest of all time for the Bears. 
But, uh, <laughs> probably true. yeah, like he's going to throw the ball. He could probably just tamed off and still be better. But I just keep thinking like, about what if the, if the bears would have like stayed on pace with losing like that losing streak they're on, if they just kept losing, like they would be in so much better shape right now. Like, yeah. that, it's like, it's like tough to say because you don't want to like lose on, nobody wants to lose on purpose or anything, but it wasn't really an option obviously, but like they would be get like they would be getting one of these guys. Like I, th- I think they would be getting one. <laughs> like with having the twentieth pick, like they, it's just gonna it, and not having a re- mainly not having a replacement quarterback or a pick that creates a replacement quarterback for these teams. It's just pretty much a long shot. Yeah. If uh, and that's part of the reason. I mean, Matt Nagy gets a lot of you know heat, but. As far as keeping the locker room together, that might be overrated in some people's eyes, but I don't I don't think it is in mine. Like to go on that losing streak and to be on a you know terrible quarterback on your team, good defense this past year, solid to okay defense had flashes at some points, but to still go eight and eight and make the playoffs two out of three years, like I gotta give Matt Nagy some credit on that. Yeah. Yeah, some decisions could have been better, but a lot of that has to do, you know, he's a victim of what quarterback he came to the team with. He didn't draft him, you know. Right. Yeah, um, within the question of Trubisky, uh, do we kind of answer that? Patriots, Seahawks, if Russell Wilson's traded. I, I think he's a backup somewhere, most likely. Um, it's a tough one. That's a tough one to figure out where he's going to go. Panthers, if they – you know, now they got P.J. Walker, maybe they like. Yeah, he's a tough one. I heard Saints at one point, and I kind of could see that, but they're trying to clear space just to get Jameis back, and they got Taysom Hill, so I don't know. Definitely a tough one there. Um, Let's see. Answer some of these real quick. Uh, Jets in depth asks, what do you think of Carl Lawson? Does he hit free agency, and what contract does he get? Yeah, I'll just answer that real quick. Um, I made it not too long ago. I made a free agency sleepers video guys that are kind of underrated, like better than you think going to be better than you think he was number one on that list for me. I think he's got a ton of upside, uh, as a pass rusher. I think he's already solid. Um, but yeah, the contract is what makes him, I think he does hit free agency. I I think that the Bengals try to resign him, but he's going to get some other offers. Um, I think the contracts mean more than people. People are talking about under ten million. I think it's actually going to go over ten million per year. So we'll see. It's probably like a two-year deal. We'll see though. Uh, definitely an intriguing free agent. Let's see other questions we got uh, from Blocker Seventeen. Is there any chance at all the big name QBs actually get traded, or is it just off-season chit chat? We thinking was the chance that? Oh, I didn't mean to ask Dan chances that Trubisky percentage that Trubisky's back on the Bears I know it's not a big name quarterback but I kind of want to go back to that give me a pers- um, percentage was, was Trubisky my... on the Bears again let's say 20 percent 20 percent 20 percent chance okay. yeah okay I think I think you can I mean you can make the case for a lot of the free agents like you have Teddy Bridgewater you have or actually I think you had to be traded for but uh Fitzpatrick yeah. right Fitzpatrick like, Alex like that would Smith be a very, like you'd get a, you know, late round quarterback, somebody that you could just throw in there and practice squad, get his ass kicked. Fitzpatrick's in there and, you know, he'll do just as good as Trubisky and probably, uh, would he be cheaper? I mean, Fitzpatrick's old, but sure mm-hmm. plays as well. Trubisky would be cheaper than Fitzpatrick, I believe. I'd still go with Fitzpatrick. Um, something I was like thinking of though, I think we're, we're talking about the bears a lot, but it's very interesting team. Um, they've been rumored with Alex Smith. Alex Smith has the Nagy connection. Alex Smith is the ultimate bridge quarterback. So I think if they sign Alex Smith, I think that kind of tells us that they're going to try, they're going to try their ass off <laughs> to trade up for a quarterback, I think, and start Alex Smith probably year one. I don't like that. If you're trading up for a quarterback, you start the. That's what I. That's what tra- I'm thinking too. But, but like, if especially if it's like Mac Jones, if it's because that's the only one I could think that they would be targeting, right? Unless somehow Trey Lance drops completely, and everyone was wrong about Trey Lance. But I'm sorry, I think Mac I Jones th- is going to go before before Trey Lance actually. Um, so Lance might drop a little further. It's going to be interesting. How those are quarterbacks come off the board, but. 
I could see them doing that. I don't think Trey Lance would be their guy. I think Mac Jones. Um, I think Mac Jones would be their guy. But um, yeah, I don't know because I mean, you got Alex Smith that or Mahomes that sat behind Alex Smith. Nagy was there. Uh, I see. I don't. I wouldn't understand that Alex Smith move because the the GM and head coach are their backs. They're on the hot seat, and they're going to yeah. go with the bridge quarterback. That would make zero sense because it's this next year is making or breaking for them both. Well, that's what the, the, I guess the rookie is the same situation though. Like I think Mac Jones would probably be better. A lot of those rookies probably. I think they would be instant impacts. They'd be better than Alex Smith. But their thinking probably is: Are we really going to win? You know, while we're on thin ice um, with the rookie quarterback. That's why I've seen a lot of people linking Darnold to the Bears. That's why I don't. Darnold doesn't make any sense to me because I think that's a step back. Even from, I think I'd rather have Trubisky. But the the, the people that are the Darnold truthers, their only their only point is that he can be good still, and that's understandable point. If you think that, that's that's fine. But that doesn't mean he's going to be good instantly. So even in their eyes, it's going to take time. So to me, it's just not. It would not make any sense no that that's the case i mean i could see them making the move just so they don't have to go with trubisky but uh, it's yeah you're right trubisky is just the better option yeah i mean it's it's debatable it's pretty close but um another thing is you know you think if they tell the mccaskies the plan like we're gonna get alex smith we're gonna draft this we're, we're gonna trade up draft this guy or maybe they do it let's just say we're at the draft. They already have Alex Smith, and then they drafted this this Mac. They traded up, got Mac Jones, and they're telling, yeah, kind of ownership to plan. Um, maybe maybe they get more time before they're fired. You know, maybe they let the possible. But we all saw what happened with uh, Mike Glennon. I mean, obviously Alex Smith is, Smith's career has been a lot better than Mike Glennon, but you know they paid a lot of money to Mike Glennon. Alex Smith might not get another opportunity where he might be cheap, but I mean. I don't. I don't think that's a smart idea. I could also see Smith not really, or yeah, not starting in that scenario where he's just kind of just the coach. But then you have Nick Foles there too. It's kind of weird. I don't know. But back to uh, any chance that big name QBs actually get traded, or is it just offseason chit chat? The reports that Russell Wilson, uh, the Seahawks are picking up the phone for Russell Wilson, but they're not like actively shopping him. I still don't. I don't know. I don't. It's tough. Because I do, I, I, he can be traded for. Somebody offers like three first round picks, and they either give him one of those picks is gets them a replacement quarterback, or they give them a solid replacement quarterback. Then I think a deal could happen. But a lot of these teams that you know you think would make the deal, the Bears are like really not in that situation. So, so I don't think a Russell Wilson, you know, Pete Carroll's. He, does he really want to? He's trying to win right now. I just don't think that happens. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I had him at like 0% chance to get traded for so long because the Texans were just saying they're not trading him. They're still saying that. But, you know, it's – Watson's – he's playing hardball. Like, he, he told the coach he's not playing. Like he's prepared to sit out. So, maybe they have to. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't like how, like, the – like if your, your starting quarterback is your face of your franchise, Deshaun Watson, without a doubt, is the face of that franchise. Like – if he doesn't want to play there and has made it vocal multiple times and told your head coach he doesn't want to play there, you got to let him go. You have to let him go. You can't You can't just have that in the locker room where your starting quarterback who handles the ball on every single offensive play doesn't want to play for your team. Like, I, I understand, like, holding it against him and being like, yeah, we're not going to trade you and then calling his bluff, but, you know, He's still got he's still got feelings, man. He's got feelings. He doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, I think this is kind of the big question. I think this is what the Texans are gonna to attempt to is uh like what if they actually build a team this offseason? They've been clearing an insane amount of space and there's more to be cleared. What if they just hit a home run in, you know, in free agency in multiple different positions, you know, both sides of the ball and just build you know, it's hard to build a team in one offseason. They got a lot of work to do. But what what if they did it? What if they like not a complete team? It's gonna be impossible. But if they like literally put the team together and then they're like, hey, we put this team together. Like, you want to play for us? I think that's what they're gonna attempt to do. We'll see if it's, you know, I'm kind of wondering like, what if they built a, like an elite team, which is unrealistic to think that in one offseason. But if they did, would he still be out? Like a just crazy to think about. Like, I don't, it's just who would they who would they get? They got they. 
I, that's what I don't understand. I mean, they could go after Allen Robinson. I get that. Um, but that would have to be a trade. Yeah, they would get, the I mean, they would bring, like, they're probably fine at risk. I mean, they need another, they need to add another receiver, but they're going to bring back Will Fuller. They have Brandon Cooks. You know, they need a receiver three, I think. You know, receiver, are they bringing back Will Fuller? I think they're going to tag him, or at least they're going to try. Uh, if they don't tag him, they'll try to sign him. So I think he'll be back. We'll see. Um, I mean, what if they sign him? Uh, yeah, but you can't count. You can't count on him. And then uh, Christian Kirk was hurt last year too, wasn't he? Brandon, uh, Brandon Cooks, you mean? Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Here and Christian there. Kirk is on here as well. Uh, yeah, I mean they got they got a lot of work to do. But I mean, if they start to build the team in the right direction, you know, maybe that's appealing enough to him. But I don't know. It's just, it's he's definitely not getting traded anytime soon. Um, Derek Carr is not going to get traded. I don't believe. Um, you don't think if they had an offer to swap quarterbacks with Seattle, they'd, they, they wouldn't be like, yo, okay, let's do it. Yeah, they, they might. What would it take? I mean, for them it would be Derek Carr plus first round pick, maybe two first rounds, maybe uh, first. And second. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. I think, I think the Seahawks would want two f- at least two firsts in Derek Carr. And I don't know if the Raiders would offer two firsts in Derek Carr. Cause they like Derek they, Carr they and they're still trying to build, um, at, uh, all over the defense pretty much and receiver. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think those teams could reach a, an agreement. I feel like, so I don't, you definitely, I mean, Russell Wilson said he would play there so if they can reach a deal, but I don't know. I don't think any of these, I think guys like Mar- Mariota is going to get traded. I think Sam Darnold gets – I think Mariota is like 100% he gets traded. I'll, I'll say that. I think I'm going to say 100%, maybe a little – I don't know if it's that bold. <laughs> I think it should happen. Um, Darnold's a high percentage, not 100. Teddy Bridgewater's in there around 50-50. Yeah, 40% maybe chance to get traded. You throw in Jimmy – I you know. I think Jimmy – I don't know. He must be – they must be worried about his health. 49ers because they're they're calling about Bridgewater you know they're they're trying I don't know they're they're just really looking for somebody and just tells me because I feel like Garoppolo is better than Bridgewater if healthy so I don't know some quarterbacks yeah it's definitely going to be interesting we didn't even get started yet with the free agency and it's already it's already getting wild with these rumors and some of these moves but uh we'll see um Let's see what other questions. Aiden Weingart, Aiden Weingartner, good. Could the Bills try to trade Devin Singletary if they sign or draft a new running back this offseason? Um, yeah, I mean they could look, but I don't know if anybody. I don't know if anybody's gonna be because at that point teams kind of already have the running back situation set. No one's. It's kind of rare to see running back trade, so I, I think it's very unlikely that a trade actually happens. Um. Yeah, the Bills are either going to go big or go home at running back because they have Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. They're two solid backs, but you can definitely find a legit running back one, a better one, especially for an elite offense that can make it even better. Um, so it's it's kind of go big or go home. There's really no point to drafting a third-round guy again or signing a, anybody not named Aaron Jones, perhaps, which I wouldn't really advise them using their money. You know, that would kind of be their offseason, Aaron Jones. I wouldn't really agree with that. Uh, but they would get better there, though, at least. So, But a trade's unlikely there. Um, from Max, do you think a team can get so desperate for Watson or Wilson that they maybe offer an entire draft and more? And what does Junior think about the Bears quarterback situation? Well, Junior's not here, but I did get a text from him to answer that answering that question. Uh, Watson and Wilson are worth every everything and anything and i trade three firsts and a player or two all right that answers that <laughs> uh but do i uh yeah you mentioned this was from max by the way uh mentions maybe offer an entire draft or more it's crazy because an entire draft might have less value than like th- three first round i mean it does like a first second third fourth fifth six seven has less value than two th- two Three number ones, so um, I'm trying to think of an equivalent. I don't know what desperate would be though, because like okay, Dan's a Bears fan. Bears are somewhat linked to some of these or both these guys. Would you would trade four first round picks for Deshaun Watson, right? 
I would do whatever it takes, dude. Uh, specifically Deshaun Watson, yeah, because he's younger than Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, Five I would do whatever it takes. All, I would do whatever it takes. Yeah, I would do it. it you have to. You so have I, to. I don't think that's desperate. That's my point. I don't think that. I don't even think four first round picks is five for. I mean, I guess it looks. I don't know. I don't know how to put that. It looks desperate because you, you're 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 trading more. I don't know if desperate and Watson, those two words, are in the same sentence though. Belong in the same sentence, because it's like it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Um, yeah, that's tough. But I guess to answer your question, yes, I think teams could definitely offer a lot more than when that what's been rumored. I think it started like three first round picks, but it's turned into three first round picks and a player at least. But at the same time, the Texans haven't even picked up the phone yet. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, from Meme McGee, any realistic way the Vikings could com- get a competent interior lime- lineman like Scherf in free agency, or is that being too hopeful? Uh, Scherf is being way too hopeful. Washington's most likely to get him back. If he If they don't, it's because somebody – Paid too much, too much would be $16 million plus. Only a small amount of teams would pay that. The Vikings probably would be one of those teams if they had the space. They actually have a lot of ways to clear a good amount of space. So they actually can, they would could actually get to a point where they could afford that, but then that would be their offseason, which it might be a good thing for them because that's just what they need. But I just think it's unrealistic. Um, Joe Tooney, on the other hand, I wouldn't say likely – but that's kind of what maybe the next step where you kind of got to hope for there. But I'd still say on the unlikely side for, for a guy like Joe Tooney, but that would be a huge pickup for them, and it's it's possible. It could be like number one on their board perhaps for, for free agency. Um, Tanner Brisbane, would Van Noy fit in the Titans' defense if Brown was re-signed? Uh, yeah, so Kyle Van Noy – yeah, how about that whole thing? Kyle Van Noy was a shocking cut uh, by the Dolphins, but then they were like, hold up, we're not cutting him. We're going to try to trade him. That tells me the Dolphins are not that smart in that specific scenario, but mainly that tells me a team actually called him, a team or two actually called him, like, hold off on that. We might want to trade for him. Why would a team do that? Yeah, I'd probably let him get cut, um, and you know it would be way cheaper, and you don't have to trade a draft pick, but... Some team may just want to make sure they get him because when he's a free agent, he gets to choose between a bunch of teams. But, um, yeah, I think Van Noy is a fit with the Titans, but then you added in what if Jayon Brown was re-signed. I still think he's a fit. Um, it would happen before the Jayon Brown decision, so that kind of would tell us. Um, I think if they traded for Van Noy, they probably wouldn't sign Jayon Brown, but it, it could work because Van Noy is kind of a hybrid pass rusher slash off the ball linebacker um you know they would they would kind of play him Harold Landry Jayon Brown Rashawn Evans back there so we'll see I do like the fit though we'll see what happens there um if they do trade for him anybody that trades for him I I hope it's not a lot because he is a good player but he was going to get released anyways which was a surprise uh let's see looking through these questions Stan Acho, Ocho, uh, what can the Patriots do to become contenders next season? Not build for the future, but to be in playoff contention. It's a good looking question. Um, yeah, something people forget about the Patriots is they're kind of already getting better bef- in a way before free agency has started because they have so many opt-outs coming back. They had a key starters opt-out last year. Um, so they're they're going to be back. So they're already a better team, mainly on defense. You know, a guy like Hightower, uh, Patrick Chung, um, you know, guys like that. And you know, I mean, on the offensive line as well, on the offense side of the ball. But I think the defense gets gets better there alone um, with key players. But uh, so they don't have uh, honestly. There's not that many moves that they need to do. It's just one giant move that might be just extremely difficult to to handle as a quarterback position. Um, they just they basically just got to find a quarterback. I don't know who they're going to get, though. That's just the, that's the question. Uh, I'm thinking they could uh, – they're in a tough spot, too. They have a pretty good draft pick for trade value, but they're probably not going to land Watson or Russell Wilson. Um, 
I yeah, it's it's tough. I was thinking they could trade for Jimmy Garoppolo at one point, but now I'm thinking nobody wants him. What's Dan thinking over there? Uh my my shit's all laggy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh Patriots quarterback. I don't yeah, there's some people that think uh there's some people that think they could bring Cam back. I just don't see that. I, I I'm just not seeing that. It was it wasn't good last year. The experience wasn't good. Cam was one of the worst quarterbacks in football. He could still run. I, I just don't see that. But basically to answer your question, they're really a quarterback away again. But that's just more difficult than building and they would have to resign some key guys, obviously, but but yeah, finding that quarterback is just more difficult than almost getting like a whole unit together. So we'll see what they do. Maybe they, maybe they, uh, I, again, I think some of these rookie quarterbacks could be instant impacts. I, I, I like Mac Jones for them. If they come away with Mac Jones, I think they're a playoff team. They're going to go into Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. Probably not. Um, I think they can be a sneaky team though. Do need to add another receiver as well. Uh, from apps junior, will Teddy Bridgewater be traded? Yeah. I kind of talked about that a little bit already. I think it's, if if okay if the Panthers get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson or a guy that's like a guaranteed starter, hundred percent Teddy Bridgewater's trade, one hundred percent. It's gonna be for dirt cheap, but it's one hundred percent. As we sit, I'd, I'd say it's under fifty percent, thirty to forty percent range. So it's possible. Um, DeQuanta Clark, top five guys who won't get as much as people think on free agency markets. A good that's a good question. Probably something that I have to think about, but uh top of my head, I think a lot of these like veteran guys, um I think guys like Patrick Peterson, Richard Sherman, ain't gonna end up getting cheaper. Uh Matthew Judon. Some people people are kind of split on him. Some people are thinking like he's gonna get well over sixteen million, and then some people think he since he hasn't been that productive somewhere around 10 million. I think he's kind of going to split that. Um, but those people that think he's going to get almost like top tier pass rusher money, definitely less than that. Um, let's see. AJ green will, will get less. See, a lot of those veteran guys, AJ green will get less. Um, linemen are going to get a lot. Offense linemen will get a lot more than people think. Anthony Harris, another one Viking safety. I, you know, people are talking about, 12 million and over. I just don't see that. I, I think 10 and a half will say is the very max. Was he tagged last year? Uh, they tagged him last year. Yeah. 2019, he played like maybe the best safety in football. Last year, he played pretty poorly. It was, it was crazy. Um, I just, uh, yeah, there's some people thinking I've seen somebody predict up to 15 million per year for him. I would be confused about that. Uh, so we'll see what happens. So yeah, he's going to get less than people are talking. I think people that people are talking about, but yeah, those are some good ones. Um, you know what I heard back on the Bears? I heard Roy Robertson Harris is going to get more than people re- thought. Like I think he's going to have a strong mark market. He's been def- he's definitely a solid rotational guy. He's been yeah. yeah. Somebody's going to pay him to be their starting three four end probably. It's going to be definitely an interesting one. There's going to be yeah, there's going to be a lot of sneaky guys like that. I think Tyus Bowser is another one that they're going to get more than people think and they're going to have uh, quite the market. They're going to yeah, they're going to have quite the market bidding wars possibly. I think Johnu Smith from the Titans, he's a bigger name, but I think he's going to end up That's why I thought that it's the Titans got a tough decision with him because the franchise tag is 9.5 million for him. Now the question is has he has he played to 9.5 million? In the answer for most people, some people might say, yeah, about there, but I think average answer, which I'm agreeing with is, yeah, how he's played so far is not nine and a half million per year. It's not too far off, but it's not there. But then you think about everyone's looking for these mismatched tight ends. You also factor in his young is getting a lot better. You can play him in line slot out wide, you know, red zone backfield, even everyone's looking for these type of guys. So I think people are going to be valuing him, which is understandable based off the future. So I think he could end up getting more than that nine and a half tag, which sounds like the Titans aren't going to do. So there could become a bidding war, and maybe the Titans lose him because of that. That'll be that could that could backfire. That'd be interesting. Definitely something to watch. Um, Jake Meyer holes. Wild to think it's possible the Eagles trade up uh, to two and take 
Zach Wilson. I don't think it's completely wild. I think it's unlikely. Um, they would like Wilson. He'd definitely be an upgrade, obviously, even though Hertz was impressed, somewhat impressive last year. I think the problem is the Eagles have so many needs, and it'd be one thing if they can fill them in free agency, but they gotta, and they could clear some space, but they're not gonna clear enough to because they're well, well in the negative. They're not gonna clear enough to be able to fill a lot of these needs, or maybe any of them, more than one, maybe. Um, so if they were able to fill the needs, and yeah, they could afford to do that. Um, it doesn't mean they shouldn't take a quarterback or they can't take a quarterback. They can sit put, put take a quarterback, and fill all their needs with other picks. But trading up to two is going to involve trading away part good chunk of this draft and maybe even a first round next year, just killing your future. So I, I'd say it's pretty unlikely. Uh, but what if Wilson starts to drop past two a little bit, maybe? Uh, f- from Cree J, Falcons sign or draft a safety. I liked Anthony Harris for them, actually. I was – coincidence i was just talking about anthony harris but um if the price yeah he's an interesting one because some people are talking about the price being way higher than i think it should be if that price gets to that point they're not gonna be able to get him if it stays around where i think it should be that's solid option but if it gets out of hand they're probably going to go towards the the draft i like marcus williams for them too but he's probably going back to the saints uh patrick belcher what will this jets do with sam darnold uh, I think he eventually gets traded. Um, it'd be wild if they just stuck with Sam Darnold and t- didn't take quarterback in the draft. I'd be, it'd be wild, absolutely wild. Some people think that could happen. I'm not gonna say there's no shot it happens, but I just don't think it happens. Um, so I think the plan is our. They know the plan is to trade him. They're kind of they're the ones hanging up the phone right now and not discussing trades anymore. But that's a strategy. It's a smart strategy. You know, there's going to be a few teams scrambling for quarterbacks. They're going to get desperate, so they they want them to come crawling back to them with an offer that was. They're basically raising the price for right now. They can't wait. They can't wait a long, wait around too long because that could drop the. You know, that can they can lose their leverage. But eventually, I think it gets traded. Um, let's see. Steven Crocio, the Titans go after these guys. Which one is more likely, Kyle Rudolph or Golden Tate? Definitely Golden Tate. Um, I don't think they'll get Kyle Rudolph. Golden Tate's a possibility. What kind of market do you expect him to get for Tate. his money? Yeah. I like that option. Like if, if uh, for the Bears' sake, if Allen Robinson we did you know sign and trade him, I'd like to see how much he would get. Yeah, he's not gonna. He shouldn't get that much. He should get lowest would be eight eight and a half per year. Highest probably be like eleven and a half, somewhere around like that. Like it. It's not too much unless there's a bidding war that goes on. But uh, I, you know, I like the Titans for him. Uh, I don't think they're gonna get Rudolph, so that's an easy answer. Um, you want to know why I like him on the Bears? How come? Because a certain quarterback. Russell Wilson, Seattle. I think yeah. I think uh, those two. I think Golden Tate left Seattle because those two didn't get along at some point. There were some like rumors about something. I don't want them. Yeah, I don't think those two get along. There's something went on between those two. Um, what do you think is better? This is from. Pradsny, uh, what do you think is better for Baltimore? Should they continue to build their strengths and target big tight ends? I think they got enough tight ends to prove the run game. They're going to focus on the offensive line, and mainly that's priority one, mainly free agency. Throw, re-signing some edge rushers in there. I think uh, receivers, maybe a mid-level receiver in free agency too. A priority is offensive line. And maybe getting an edge rusher back or two, and then maybe a mid-level receiver. But then the priority in the draft would be um, if they well they failed the offensive line, which is it's really easy to fail on offensive line free agency because there's a short amount of them. So then that turns into priority one in the draft. But they'll also be looking at receivers in the draft, I think, as well. Um, Chase Nylander wants to know the next edition of Washington football quarterback room. I'm leaning towards Mariota and the Patriots could go after him. I think the Bears could as well, but I think the Patriots or Washington more likely. 
Um, and I think Mariota would start if that was the case. Who do you think the Dolphins will trade for or sign in free agency? And then they're going to go for Juju Smith-Schuster if they fail to get him. Uh, look out for Curtis Samuel. And But if they're failing to get that legit receiver one, they could. If the Bears end up tragging, tagging Robinson, Dolphins could offer the Bears something f- for him. Uh, I think they'll target Aaron Jones, possibly the Packers center as well, Corey Lindsley. Uh, those are top top of my head. Those guys. That's from Al. He asked that. MMA tweeter. What is the best thing the Bengals can do to make them a playoff team next season? Uh, yeah, offense lines the focus. Resigning Carl Lawson, William Jackson, getting a little more pass rush. They kind of need a lot, but it's actually doable. They got a lot of cap space. It's just focusing on the offensive line first. I, I think you focus on the offense in general first, honestly. There's guys that got to get back on defense, but that that offense has potential to be very high-powered in an offensive era where offense kind of wins championships. Defense still can. You see what the Bucks did with their pass rush. Um, but Joe Burrow is going to be very good if he's healthy. Joe Mixon's a really good running back. He just hasn't he, – he, he needs to be better, but at the same time the offense line needs to be a lot better. But if they build that offense line and just replace A.J. Green, which they already have Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins – um, that would be their way to the top, the fastest way to the top there. Um, Moafa, what is more likely? This question's for Dan. Uh, it doesn't say that, but I'm just asking you. Uh, what is more, like what is more likely, Russ getting traded anywhere or Deshaun Watson traded to the 49ers? I think it's pretty easy. Uh, i say Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Watson could go to the Niners. Pete, who's not in this podcast today with us, but usually is, he he, he seems pretty convinced that the 49ers would actually land Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm not telling him he's wrong. I'm saying he's a little maybe too confident. Maybe that confidence is, I don't know, maybe it went up or down, but uh, I think it's possible. I just think there's teams ahead of them. I think the Panthers could offer a little more, and we know the Panthers are involved. And then if the Jets, all the Jets and the Dolphins have to do is basically be interested and not low ball, which I don't think anybody's going to low ball for Deshaun Watson. But the Jets and Dolphins, if they're interested in making offers, one of them is going to get them because what they have to offer, um, you know, early picks, two first-round picks. The Jets got two next year. Dolphins have two a tongue of Iloa to offer. So 49ers' chances are actually thinner than people think, in my opinion. Um, but they have a shot. Yeah, Russell Wilson getting traded anywhere. Don't think it's high, but I think it's more of a possibility. Uh, let's see. A lot of questions here. It's hard to pick some. Nolan J. Kaywood, does OBJ get traded? No, I don't think so. I think a lot of people always bring him up. During the year, it was like rumors floating around. People like people with that are verified saying that the Vikings were close to trading for Odell, which that never was a thing. Like. For some reason, with Odell, people like start start those rumors. I don't just don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What do the Browns need to reach that next step? You think solid defense last year, actually pretty good defense last year. An offense was streaky at times, but I think the offense is fine. Um, could add another receiver, receiver three, but in that scheme, you only see like two receivers in the field a lot. Um, could add a receiver three, but main focus on the defense. The defense was like. It was better than expected last year just because it, it was like a playmaking defense. Like they would get they would create turnovers, but you can't really expect that to repeat. Uh that defense needs to get a lot better in my opinion. You need another pass rusher opposite of Miles Garrett. You need somebody else in the interior. You need another corner. You need almost a whole new linebacker unit. Not quite the whole thing, but almost. Maybe two. Um need to get faster guys on defense. You need a safety. So they they need some things. They have cap space. They could make it happen. The thing I worry about, I, I, that that uh, that offensive scheme, you know, it's the same same scheme my Vikings run too. I'm not really a fan of it. Like when it works, it works. Like it's it's crazy when it works, but when it doesn't work, you like you rely on the game plan so much. You rely on being up in games and running the clock and being able to run the ball. But if it and if you can't do that, it's just when it doesn't work, it's bad. Like it's really bad. So. I mean, the Vikings consistently been a good team. The Browns look good the first year running it. So it, it that system kind of creates, like, consistent, like, solid teams. 
But my point is, is that scheme, you know, in the playoffs, week after week after week, playing the best teams, you know, wild card round, divisional round, conference championship, Super Bowl, is it going to work every single step of the way? That's that's my problem with those teams, you know, the teams that run that type. The Seahawks are kind of the same thing too. Like, you can, it's a good team. It works for the most part. You only can go so far. You have to be the most consistent thing of all time to basically win a Super Bowl playing that scheme. So that's kind of my problem there. Um, and my point is there'll be a talented team really no matter what they do. But And also, no matter what they do, can they actually win the Super Bowl, those teams? That's kind of the question for me. Um, from from Mr. Baltimore, uh, what the fuck is wrong with the Steelers bringing <laughs> bringing Big Ben back? Uh, yeah, they bring they brought bring Big Ben back. They restructured his contract. He uh, loyalty, loyalty. It's small pay cut. A lot of restructure though. They created void years, which is um basically his contract runs through twenty twenty five. But he's really not under contract. For, he's only under contract for this year. So they're paying him while he's not on the team through 2025. So the big positive, they cleared a bunch of space this year so they can make moves, some moves, because they're still, they have negative, they had negative before that. Bad news is they're paying long term. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about that. Yeah, I'm not really on the fence about that. I, I, I don't think, it, I think, I, I don't think it was the right decision. I, you know, the only way it's the right decision is if you win the Super Bowl this year. That it's it's what it is. It's a little harsh, but that's kind of what it is. And are they going to win the Super Bowl this year? I wouldn't say they're not for sure not, but you know because they have a shot. But so I don't know. Um, I don't know what you mean by the rest of that. Also, who you got has dudes to stay away from this offseason. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> who do you like? What free agency do you like that are people are talking about that you should you're recommending staying away from? Let's go uh, answer. Any receiver that's going to cost over eighteen million—I don't know if I would even pay seventeen. Eighteen million, we'll call it, because I know they're going to get paid more than seventeen. Um, most some of them. Um, I like Kenny Galladay a lot, though. That's actually—I know Allen Robinson's kind of been proven to do more and be more productive, but you kind of got to factor in the future a little bit as well. I'm a big Kenny Galladay guy, but he's been hurt here and there. So I'm a little scared about the receivers getting paid a lot. Uh, I talked about, yeah, some of those safeties, I wouldn't pay any of those safeties more than, besides Justin Simmons, I'd pay him a lot, which he's going to get a lot. Some of those safeties, I wouldn't pay more than, you know, maybe the very max is like around $11 million. Matthew Judon, I'm staying away from Matthew Judon. Is Mr. Baltimore is asking this question. Uh, I don't think he's... I mean, it depends on the price. For all these guys, it depends on the price. Like, I could like him if it's like closer to $10 million, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll grade every single free agency signing so you see which ones I like and which ones I don't. Be all depending on the fit and the price. Um, there's so many questions that we're just not going to be able to get them, get to them. Let me just pick out. <laughs> let me just pick out one or two more here. Um, this question because I, okay, Tristan asks: Should the Giants take a receiver at 11 or wait until the second round? Yeah, I don't really think like this. I know a lot of people do. Um, you can't decide right now if you're taking a receiver or not. It depends on who's on the board. You can't, like, force picks. You know, it, it really depends on who's on the board. Like, if if Devontae Smith's on the board, but you have – it's it's tough. Um, I think most likely I would like to pick, if that answers it, because I don't know if there's going to be somebody on the board, you know, better than Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddell at that point because – you look at all, if Rashawn Slater's on the board, it, it makes it tough. I don't think Penny Sewell will be there. I, I you know, I think, um, yeah, I mainly answered that because I don't, I don't really like thinking like that. We'll see who's on the board at the time. I know that's kind of a boring answer, but um, that's just that's how the draft works. You gotta let the, you know, you gotta, you gotta play it by what's happening. Uh, I'm gonna pick out one more here. Um, Would, from Jalen Knapp, would the Colts be in position to become a powerhouse team since they have enough cap space to sign some decent players that that'll be cut pretty soon? Um, yeah, that's that's a good question because the Colts, pretty good roster right now. They have cap space. If they got a legit pass rusher, uh, 
if they – I don't think they need top-end corners. I think it would be a mistake to pay a lot of money for corners. Um, you know, if they got some solid corners, top-tier pass rusher already said that. They got their left tackle. They got a receiver one and then maybe added some rotation or receiver three, you know, some other receivers. Um, then they're then they're like roster wise, they're looking legit, and they know they got some studs. If they got added those studs, and they have DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, uh, Julian Blackman looks like he's gonna be really good, you know, etc. But my problem is still Carson Wentz, though. Like a lot rides on him, so I don't know if they can be a powerhouse just a year one with Carson Wentz. But they have the ability to make a damn good football team in free agency. They have been really like they've had cap space every single free agency pretty much and they have not been spending it and it's been good at times but then maybe a little too little too cautious at times so we'll see what they do they could it's one of those teams that can easily disappoint big time by doing nothing again or just create a complete roster and then it will ride on how Carson Wentz will play that's my thinking Dan are you a huge Carson Wentz guy with the Colts uh, I actually do like to quite a bit. I think matching him up with that defense is uh, going to help him out more than anything. So I like the fit for for him particularly. I don't know if it's going to win him anything, but yeah, yeah, uh, they could be sneaky, and it just rides on. Uh, it just rides on Carson Wentz. One more question that I saw that I liked is probably a lot more that I like. It's just hard to pick with some out from Cracks PL or XPLX Fair Phantom Lion is his handle. Uh, if you're the Lions, do you go out and spend some money in free agency, or do you uh, sit still because of the retool rebuild? Uh, yeah, that's a good question as well. We'll see if they clear some more space. They already signed Tyra Williams. I expect them to restructure Jared Goff's contract. You can clear by restructuring Jared Goff's contract, which isn't a pay cut. You just push money back. You you clear a whopping twenty million. I guess the downside of that is you pay that in the future, and that's when you're trying to become a winning team. Maybe back then they're down the line. Um, but it's a good question because I I don't think rebuilds the same anymore. I don't think you just like start completely over. I think yeah, it's kind of you kind of put retool. Um, I think they they're not going to go crazy big in free agency. Not even close to crazy big. They're they're going to try to make some moves though. They're going to make some signings. They're just going to make sure they get guys that could be part of that. You know they're they're off of their first contract, their first time free agents. So they'll look to add guys like that. You're not guaranteed to get get obviously get every one of those guys that you put in offers for, which they'll put in a lot for those guys. So they you know if those guys accept, they get them. I think maybe things aren't working in their favor though because. Uh, the COVID situation created the lower cap space situation, and there's a lot of guys knowing they're going to sign one- or two-year deals, and the good players may go to the better teams if that's the case. Uh, and there's already players like talking about teaming up with the Rams because they like what they're doing there. And now Jared Goss the Lions too. So might not be the most appealing spot right now, but they're going to try to go to work on guys that can help them win now plus be part of the future. So that's yeah, definitely interesting. But yeah, I think that's enough for the questions this time. Sorry if we didn't get to your question. A lot of good ones there. Um, we'll be talking plenty more on Twitter in our YT video. So join us for all that. I'm sure you are. Uh, but that is going to do it for this one. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.